Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the whole Bible every year, following the weekly Torah portions and reading from the rest of Scripture daily as well. I'm Johanna, your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 19th of April, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 28th day of the month, Nisan. It is the 13th day of the Omer counting. Today in history, according to tradition, was the day when the walls of Jericho fell. Joshua 6.20, the people shouted with a great shout, and the wall fell down flat, so that the people went up into the city, every man straight ahead, and they took the city. This week, we are doing our double parasha, our double portion from the Torah. It's called Tazria Metzora. She will conceive and leper. Before we begin our reading, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Today we are starting with Vaikra, that's Leviticus, 13.55 through 14.20. Then the Kohen shall examine it after the plague is washed, and behold, If the plague has not changed its color, and the plague has not spread, it is unclean. You shall burn it in the fire, whether the rot is outside or inside. If the Kohen looks, and behold, the plague has faded after it is washed, then he shall tear it out of the garment, or out of the skin, or out of the warp, or out of the woof, And if it appears again in the garment, either in the warp or in the woof or in anything of skin, it is spreading. You shall burn it with fire in that in which the plague is. But the garment, either the warp or the woof, or whatever thing of skin it is, which you shall wash if the plague has departed from them, then it shall be washed the second time, and it will be clean." This is the Torah for the plague of Tzarat in a garment of wool or linen, either in the warp or the woof or in anything of skin, to pronounce it clean or to pronounce it unclean. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, This shall be the Torah of the Tzarat in the day of his cleansing. He shall be brought to the Kohen, and the Kohen shall go out of the camp And the Kohen shall examine him, and behold, if the plague of Tzarat is healed in one with Tzarat, then the Kohen shall command them to take for him who is to be cleansed two living clean birds, cedar wood, scarlet, and hyssop. The Kohen shall command them to kill one of the birds in an earthen vessel over running water. As for the living bird, he shall take it, the cedar wood, the scarlet, and the hyssop, and shall dip them in the shall dip them and the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the running water. And he shall sprinkle on him who is to be cleansed from the tarat seven times. 
and shall pronounce him clean, and shall let the living bird go into the open field. He who is to be cleansed shall wash his clothes, and shave off all his hair, and bathe himself in water, and he shall be clean. After that he shall come into the camp, but shall dwell outside his tent seven days. It shall be on the seventh day that he shall shave all his hair off his head, and his beard, and his eyebrows, even all his hair he shall shave off. He shall wash his clothes, and he shall bathe his body in water. Then he shall be clean. On the eighth day he shall take two male lambs without blemish, one ewe lamb a year old without blemish, three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering, mixed with oil, and one log of oil. The Kohen who cleanses him shall set the man who is to be cleansed, and those things, before the Lord, at the door of the tent of meeting. The Kohen shall take one of the male lambs, and offer him for a trespass offering with the log of oil, and wave them for a contribution before the Lord. He shall kill the male lamb in the place where they kill the sin offering, and the burnt offering, in the place of the sanctuary, for as the trespass offering, like the sin offering, belongs to the Kohen, it is most holy. The Kohen shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering, and the Kohen shall put it on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. The Kohen shall take some of the log of oil and pour it on the palm of his own left hand. The Kohen shall dip his right finger in the oil that is in his left hand and shall sprinkle some of the oil with his finger seven times before the Lord. The Kohen shall put some of the rest of the oil that is in his hand on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot, upon the blood of the trespass offering. The rest of the oil that is in his hand, the Kohen shall put on the head of him who is to be cleansed, and the Kohen shall make atonement for him before the Lord. The Kohen shall offer the sin offering and make atonement for him who is to be cleansed because of his uncleanness. Afterward he shall kill the burnt offering. Then the Kohen shall offer the burnt offering and the grain offering on the altar. The Kohen shall make atonement for him, and he shall be clean. That was Vaikra, Leviticus 13.55-14.20. Next up is our portion from the Prophets, and today it is Isaiah 47. Come down and sit in the dust, O virgin daughter of Babel. Sit on the ground without a throne, O daughter of the Kastim, for you will no longer be called tender and delicate. Take the millstones and grind flour, remove your veil Lift up your skirt, uncover your legs, and wade through the rivers. Your nakedness will be uncovered. Yes, your shame will be seen. I will take vengeance and will spare no one. 
Our Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, is his name, the Holy One of Israel. Sit in silence and go into darkness, daughter of the Kastim. For you shall no longer be called the mistress of kingdoms. I was angry with my people. I profaned my inheritance and gave them into your hand. You showed them no mercy. You laid a very heavy yoke on the aged. You, I, you said, I will be a princess forever, so that you did not lay these things to your heart, nor did you remember the results. Now, therefore, hear this, you who are given to pleasures, who sit securely, who say in your heart, I am, and there is no one else besides me. I will not sit as a widow, neither will I know the loss of children. But these two things will come on you in a moment, in one day, the loss of children and widowhood. They will come on you in their full measure, in the multitude of your sorceries, in the great abundance of your enchantments. For you have trusted in your wickedness. You have said, No one sees me. Your wisdom and your knowledge has perverted you. You have said in your heart, I am, and there is no one else besides me. Therefore disaster will come on you. You will not know when it dawns. Mischief will fall on you. You will not be able to put it away. Desolation will come on you suddenly, which you do not understand. Stand now with your enchantments and with the multitude of your sorceries, in which you have labored from your youth, perhaps you might profit, perhaps you might prevail. You are wearied in the multitude of your counsels. Now let the astrologers, the stargazers, and the monthly prognosticators stand up and save you from the things that will happen to you. Behold, they are like stubble. Fire consumes them. They cannot deliver themselves from the power of the flame. It will not be a coal to warm at or a fire to sit by. The things that you labored in will be like this. Those who have trafficked with you from your youth, they will wander, each in his own way. There will be no one to save you. That was Yeshayahu or Isaiah chapter 47. Today, our portion from the writings is Yov, that's Job 5. Call now. Is there any who will answer you? To which of the holy ones will you turn? For anger kills the foolish man, and envy slays the simple. I have seen the foolish taking root, but suddenly I cursed his habitation. His children are far from safety. They are crushed in the gate. Neither is there any to deliver them, whose harvest the hungry eats up. And take it even out of the thorns. The snare gapes for their substance. For affliction does not come out of the dust, Neither does trouble spring out of the ground, but man is born to trouble as the sparks fly upward. But as for me, I would seek God, and I would commit my cause to God, who does great things that cannot be fathomed, marvelous things without number, who gives rain on the earth and sends waters on the fields, 
so that he sets up on high those who are low. Those who mourn are exalted to safety. He frustrates the plans of the crafty so that their hands cannot achieve success. He takes the wise in their own craftiness. The counsel of the cunning is carried headlong. They meet with darkness in the daytime and grope at noonday as in the night. But he saves from the sword of their mouth, even the needy from the hand of the mighty. So the poor has hope, and injustice shuts her mouth. Behold, happy is the man whom God corrects. Therefore do not despise the discipline of Shaddai, for he wounds and binds up, he injures, and his hands make whole. He will deliver you in six troubles. Yes, in seven no evil will touch you. In famine he will redeem you from death, in war from the power of the sword. You will be hidden from the scourge of the tongue. Neither will you be afraid of destruction when it comes. You will laugh at destruction and famine. Neither will you be afraid of the animals of the earth, for you will be allied with the stones of the field, and the animals of the field will be at peace with you. You will know that your tent is in Shalom, and you will visit your habitation and will miss nothing. You will know also that your offspring will be great, and your offspring as the grass of the earth. You will come to your grave in a full age, like a shock of grain comes in its season. Look at this. We have searched it. It is so. Hear it and know it for your good. That was Job 5. And now our final portion for today, which is from the Apostles. We're going to read First Peter 2. Therefore, putting aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all lashonara, as newborn babies long for the pure milk of the word, that with it you may grow, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Coming to him, a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God, precious. You also, as living stones, are built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices, acceptable to God through Yeshua the Messiah, because it is contained in Scripture. Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, chosen, precious, and he who believes in him will not be disappointed. Therefore honor is for you who believe, but for those who are in disobedient, The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. For they stumble at the word being disobedient to which also they were appointed. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellence of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. In the past you were not a people, but now you are the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. 
Beloved, I beg you as foreigners and pilgrims to abstain from fleshly lusts, which war against the soul, having good behavior among the nations, so in that of which they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works which they see glorify God in the day of visitation. Therefore subject yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether to the king as supreme, or to governors as sent by him for vengeance on evildoers, or for praise to those who do well. For this is the will of God, that by well-doing you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish men, as free and not using your freedom for a cloak of wickedness, but as bond-servants of God. Honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Servants, be in subjection to your masters with all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the wicked. For it is commendable if someone endures pain, suffering unjustly because of conscience toward God. For what glory is it if when you sin you patiently endure beating, but if when you do well you patiently endure suffering? This is commendable with God. For you were called to this, because Messiah also suffered for us, leaving you an example that you should follow his steps. Who did not sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was cursed, he did not curse back. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live to righteousness. You were healed by his wounds, for you were going astray like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. That was First Peter 2, and it concludes our readings for today. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Matthew 7 today also. I also just want to take a minute to mention how excited I am about our trip to Israel that we've invited you all on, which happens this Hanukkah in December of this year. Um, if you are interested, you can go to Daily Bread Moms forward slash Israel trip. We have worked very hard to make it an affordable family trip that you all would be able to enjoy and really get to experience the land, not just in touristy ways, but in a very real and authentic, special way connecting to the land here. So we hope, um, for now, I am so excited about the people who are coming. They're just some of my very favorite people ever. So if you join us, you'll be joining such a sweet and special group. And um, yeah, so I hope that everyone who is meant to be here this December with us, uh, that God would just open up the way. And if you're praying about coming, I just pray for you and with you. So if you are praying about coming, I pray with you that God's will would happen in this for you and your family. So make sure to look up dailybreadmoms.com forward slash Israel trip to read about our trip. 
I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. It's been an honor to read for you today. Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.